Marshall McLuhan, a Canadian writer, has famously said, we build tools and the tools build us. Or perhaps you have heard about a design concept called ontological design that basically what it says is that our thoughts are shaping our spaces and environments and the environment and the spaces that we created is our returning the favor and shapes us back. And you can taste it. If you sit on a comfortable chair, you'll feel more relaxed. But if you sit on an uncomfortable chair, suddenly you're more anxious. And as a basic example of all, remind yourself about the time that you were wearing a gorgeous clothes or fancy suit. I bet you, your behavior was fundamentally different from the time that you were wearing a casual clothes. In this episode, we take a look at fundamental principle that, in my opinion, shows who we are as a human species and why it is important in your daily basis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. My name is Puyan Shagar, and this is Masino Podcast. The story of human and fire is the story of all of us. Is the story that shows who we are as a human species. It was such a profound discovery, the fire, that we told our children this is a gift from God. And for millennia, we would worship fire because of such a profound effect it had in our daily basis. Before that, we were part of animal kingdom. We were being hunted and life was a constant danger. But when we find, when we get the hold on a power of fire, suddenly everything's changed. From being hunted, we become hunterers. We find a new courage. We find a new power that protects us against the danger. Hunting and fire has helped us to innovate cooking, which has fundamentally changed the way our body works and the way that our body looks. Now, we are getting more energy out of our food. It means that we are getting more stronger and we're also getting more nutrition which literally help us to have a bigger brain and we become a smarter human and as a side effect our chins are getting smaller because we used to chew for four or five hours just to be able to eat something now we need to only chew one hour we also suddenly find four or five hours extra time to spare and do anything that we want at night, we would sit around the fire, share some stories and cook something. We basically learn how to live in a tribe. And if you look at it, that was a survival strategy because if you were alone, basically it was very hard for you to survive. But your chance of survival is very higher in a tribe. And as a slide note, that's why the rejection feels so bad because... The rejection back then means that you're alone and you're basically dead. At night, we would come together, share some stories and cook something. That helped us to innovate languages, develop empathy, and we basically learn how to work with each other. The share of responsibility for common good was so important for our survival. And if you look at it, it's the foundation of nowadays everything. Your company, your team, your family, a bunch of people coming together for common good. 
Fast forward in our history with the discovery of metals and the help of fire, we bend metals in our needs and suddenly the Stone Age is obsolete. We set out to innovate and build better tools, not just for hunting, but also for building stuff. And if you take a look at whole history, what you would find is that at each step we set out to discover, develop or innovate something that in return the discovery or innovation help us to become a smarter, better or a stronger species. And then we set out to develop and innovate more stuff and this feedback loop continues. Look at the time that, for example, we develop languages that help us to communicate, express our opinion and share knowledge. Look at the time that we develop vaccine that help us to have longer life expectancy. Look at the time that we innovate railways and industrial age that has profoundly changed the way we live nowadays. I remember long ago I was watching a video from Steve Jobs in YouTube that I'm sure you can easily find it. It was a very short video, something called uh, Steve Jobs Life Advice, Steve Jobs Secret of Life, something like that. Basically what he was saying is that the life you see around you is built by the people no smarter than you. And from the moment that you realize you can poke life and something would pop up from the other side, from the moment that you realize you can mold it, you can shape it, you can affect life, you're no longer the same person. For me, that moment was the time that I learned about the story between human and fire and how that evolution has played in our advantage, how at each step we set, up, set out to innovate and discover something that helped us to achieve bigger goals in our lives. If you're interested about the basic story, I highly recommend you to go and read a book called Catching Fire, How Cooking Made Us Human by Richard Ringholm. The, the rest, part of research for this episode came from that book, so I highly recommend it. Sometimes nowadays we find ourselves a bit overwhelmed about the fact that we want to start something, whether it be a new business or new hobby, or you want to start to lead your team in a new way or introduce something new in your company as a CEO. But it's very difficult to know where to start from or how to start from. And especially with the nowadays informations that literally is very difficult to choose the right way to do so. In such situation, I find the story between human and fire very useful. If we take a look at the example of fire and putting a man on the moon, and let's, let's forget about the time scale for now. The, the fire was the first step toward the goal. We innovate fire and the fire helped us to move to the second step and innovate more tools and innovation. And that second step helped us to become stronger and smarter for the third step. And each step move on and finally we achieve our goal and put a man on the moon. And if you want to start something, I, I highly suggest to look at the smallest and most basic step you can do toward your goal. And, and if you don't know where to start from, just start from somewhere. It doesn't matter. You, you learn along the way. So you start something you take your first basic step and hopefully you you will journal them each each step one after another 
And then you see the feedback, you learn from the feedback and you, you become smarter and strong, stronger toward that goal. Then you, you take the bigger step, second one, the bigger step, third one. And, and basically you're doing it already in your life. You look at the time that you go to the gym. On the first day, you will, you will not lift 100 kilo for sure. But you start from 5 kilo bar and then you, you build your muscle. Then you take the next step, oh, 10 kilo bar. And after a few years, you, you can easily lift 100 kilo. And as another example, look at the time that you are learning a new language. At the first, you, you learn the basic, hello, how are you, basic grammatical structure. By the time you move on, you, you use the same language to learn that language. And one day you become fluent after two or three years fluent in that language. So whenever you find yourself lost or, or difficult to start something, just, just find a basic, basic step toward that goal. Take it, journal the, uh, journal the feedback, and by each feedback, trust yourself that you learn and you get stronger and hopefully you achieve your goal for your team, for yourself, for your family, or for your company. One last thing that I would like to leave with you in this episode is this design concept called ontological design. Just Google it, it's such a fantastic topic. You find plenty of useful materials in Google and YouTube. But basically what it says is that our thoughts are shaping our environment and space and the space and environment that we are creating are retaining the favor and ships us back. New York Magazine a few years ago has run an article called The Psychological Impact of Boring Building. And basically what it was trying to say is that this boring building that we are creating are invoking an anxiety and depression on the people. It Basically what it means is that the architecture are shifting our moods and feelings. We all know that when we look at the impressive building, we are in an inspiration mood. Or when we go to see a beautiful church or a mosque, we are in a state of awe and transformation. And compare it to an office building that you go inside and there is no inspiration. There is nothing to look for. But basically what I'm trying to say here is that the environment that you are setting yourself into is very more important than you give it a credit for. And the evidence is that in our biology, they put a human stem cells. Human stem cells, they don't have the potential unless they have the, unless they are put in the right environment. So they put a human stem cells to an environment that is good for producing bone cells. And these stem cells tends to the bone cell. Then they, in an, another experiment, they put it in a, the environment that is good for producing muscle tissue and the stem cells tend to the muscle tissue. So the, my message is that pay attention to your environment equally. Uh, the environment, both the, the things that you cannot see, like the trust with your teammate or in your company, and the things that you see, the environment of your office, how does it look, how does it feel? So next time that you're cooking, I invite you to think about the story of human and fire and how the cooking has helped us to become a human species today. How at each step we become a stronger and a smarter species. And when you're trying to start any journey, try to do the simplest step possible. 
trying to see the feedback become stronger and smarter for the next step that you will take. And equally, try to pay attention to the environment that you're into, the kind of culture that you're setting with your team and your company, the way that your building, home or office feels or look, they are equally important. And most important of all, set out to do your best work because what you do matters. What you do is creating a space and environment that basically affects everyone.